the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids. Hi Kids! My name is Maria Kat and I'm 11 years old and I'm your host for today. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I have Sammy Lapidus. She works with social media. What is social media? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM and you'll soon find out. Also, on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a Chai riddle to challenge your brain. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest Sammy or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019. And please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Clark Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids. My name is Maria Katz and I'm 11 years old. Good afternoon, Sammy. Hi, how are you? Good and you? And Good, you? thank you. Okay, what is social media? Social media is any form of media that's web-based that you use to communicate. Anything web-based. So would WhatsApp be a social media? Absolutely. And what is your job description? My job description entails everything from the inception of your Facebook page, so the creation, design of all your posts, copy, managing your social media platforms, so responding to any messages, referrals, anyone who asks about your company, I would refer you. It's an all-round service as far as social media goes on numerous platforms. Oh, very nice. You said that you... In- Inception, something about inception. So it's creation. Basically, creation. we start it from scratch. So you just start the Facebook page. You design it from scratch. Brand new page, new images, all the information. It's brand new. So you just create a whole new page for a so client. You do everything. Everything. Absolutely on the page. everything. If it's more technical, if it's like a medical page, you need assistance from your client because that kind of stuff you don't always know. So some clients, you do need extra assistance with wording and explanations and that kind of thing. That's so cool. It's nice to have someone professional doing it for you so that you don't mess it up. It's easier to hand easier. it over. Definitely. Yeah. And what do you do at Sassy Innovations? Do you have do you have other employees? I don't. I have outsourced employees. I've got a outsourced graphic designer for logos and more like finickety posts that I can't do. I've got a company that does web design and web hosting as well. So I basically myself only do social media marketing and I outsource the stuff that I don't know to other people. Oh, that's also nice. Yeah, it's great. So what does outsource mean? You, you so I get the work other, someone else? I give, I get other people who know more than me to do it for me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's nice. Do you freelance? And yes. what is freelancing? Freelancing is basically when you work for yourself. And you've got lots of other clients. When you freelance, you basically own your own business and you do work for other people, other companies, other corporates, other individuals. 
that's what freelancing is, basically working. So it's not set clients. It's not like the same clients every time. Well, it's the same clients because they become your clients, but you're not working for one company. So I don't have a job in a company. I have lots of my own clients. Okay. And would you ever tell a client that you couldn't do a page for them and refer them to someone else like you didn't know enough? Absolutely. Or you just outsource? I would. If it's if it's something I really don't know anything about. I mean, I do have certain clients that, like my one client sells engines. I haven't outsourced it to someone else. I just get him to work with me on the page. So things like Google SEO, search engine optimizing, I don't know anything about that. I would outsource that. But as far as Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of that, I can do that myself with the guidance from the client. With the guidance. Okay. That's very nice, eh? It's fun. It's fun, I'm sure. How long has Sassy Innovations been around for? We only opened at the end of May, so we're very, very new on the market. I do have experience. I've been doing it for quite a long time, though. So we are new, but we're really good at what we do, and we love it. So you worked for a company before? I worked for a company before not necessarily doing this. I was self-taught this. I did a diploma last year because the company I worked for didn't really have a position per se, so I created my own. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur. 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 Yeah, you could call me that. Yeah. So can you explain to our listeners what an entrepreneur is? It is someone who creates their own future, I suppose. Their own company. Takes ideas and runs with it and makes magic. Magic maker, magician. 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 Absolutely. Do you guide clients in designing their ads or do they bring it to you? Do you design it completely for them? It depends on the client. I generally stick to a brand. What I try and do with social media marketing is create brand awareness. So if it's a client that uses greens, I will design the advert with their specific corporate colors. And I don't post any advert without approval from my clients. So I will design the ad, I'll send it to them for approval, and they can change as many times as they want. They can change the text, they can change the images. Generally, they lay out their love, the des- actual design of the image. It's just the little changes that they make, which is easy enough. Do you ever, does anyone ever bring an ad to you? So they design the ad themselves and they bring it to you? Yeah, it can happen. Um, one of my clients does that. She prefers to take her own photos and design her own ads, and then I just post it, correctly size it onto the, for the different platforms, and I will post their adverts, yeah. What's the most commonly used uh, social media for advertising? Advert- First and foremost, I would say it would be Facebook. Facebook and Instagram as social media. Um, but then you've also got Google. Google search engine optimizers, which is a totally different field. But for my field, I would say the most popular one is Facebook and now starting to be Instagram. Starting to be Instagram. Yeah. So it was never really Instagram before? Instagram was more like for personal use. You would share your stuff with your friends. And now that Instagram is owned by Facebook, you can actually link your accounts together. So anything you post on Instagram can be shared straight away to Facebook. And anything posted on Facebook can be shared straight away to Instagram. So you can now have business pages on Instagram as well. That's interesting. That's so cool. I didn't know that Facebook owned Instagram. They do. That is so cool. So you can just, instead of creating a whole new thing on Instagram, you just share it. Just share and share. That's so convenient. It really is. It makes my job much easier. I'm sure. 
And can one post video ads or or audio ads Absolutely. on social media? I love video for social media because it creates a lot more engagement. Audio is a little bit more tricky because in order for someone to actually engage with the post, they need to want to look at it. So if you're just posting like a song or something, you're not really creating a visual engagement. So for me, videos is I love videos. Audio can be done. I generally don't use it. So what does a page, con- like a Facebook page, consist of? A business page would consist of basically advertising your business. So it would have your cover photo at the top with your details, a logo, all the information about your business, which is very important. And then your posting. You create different posts. If you're selling stuff, you sell the product on, on Facebook. If you're selling a service, you create posts with regards to selling your service. So... If you're selling shoes, it's easy. You just advertise the shoes. If you're selling, like, if you're an audiologist, you would have to, like, I suppose, advertise your service and you and what you do and how people can benefit from coming to you. It's harder to sell a service than it is to sell a product. I see. So do you sell, what do you sell more, products or services? Personally, services, because... It's a challenge for me to actually get it out there. I've got one of my clients is a yoga studio, and I absolutely love posting for her. She does a lot of her own design, but it's incredible to watch the engagement on the posts. So for me, it's more about people's, like services, like companies, more corporates. I don't actually, haven't as yet got goods, specific goods to sell. I do have a potential meeting with someone who sells Farm stuff, like vegetables and fruit and stuff. So that could be quite interesting. Okay. And do you constantly upgrade the pages and add things to Every the pages? Day. Every day. What I do is that depending on the contract I have with a client, most people get a new post two or three times a week. But I'm on their pages all day. So I do what we call cross-posting, where you post their stuff onto community pages and I make sure that every single one of my clients is going out to certain community pages every single day from Monday to Friday so that people have these companies at the forefront of their minds all the time. Is there a limit to how much you can put on a page? It depends. A lot of places have, so for each company, most community, on, on, on my clients' pages, there's no limit, so I can put as many posts as I want, but you don't want to do that because then if your people who follow it see it as spam, so I would recommend maybe two or three times a week to post because otherwise people see it too much and then they unfollow you and you don't want that. No, you definitely don't want no. that. So I wouldn't, I mean, some people do it once or twice a day that manage their own pages in conjunction with me. But from my from a business point of view, I would recommend two or three times a week. Okay. that That's interesting though because you can't have too much on your page because then people are just going to be like, oh, this is so boring. It's exactly. just more and more and more exactly. and more and more and more and more. And the same of the same of the same, absolutely. Can people comment on your page? Absolutely. So there's a comment underneath? Absolutely. Or? It's called engagement, which is very, very important for Facebook marketing. The more engagement, comments, the little likes, the hearts, the smiley faces, you want that. You want people to engage with your posts. And it's actually interesting to see some posts get more engagement than others. So like your videos, 
a quote that will resonate with someone. If you shake up your design and swap the blue with the green, you'll see that might get more engagement. So you actually, it's a, it's a, it's a game. You never actually know which posts will get higher engagement, but you want that. You want people to like, like, like and page. share and comment and. Can you see if people share your page? Absolutely. That's cool. It shows you, yeah. Every time the page is shared, you can see. That's nice. Yeah, it is. So you nice. can see how well your page is doing. Absolutely. Does it show you how many views there are? Mm-hmm. So it does. is a view, if you look through the page, you or just you, would it be considered a view if you just go onto the page, you don't like it, and you just go off? Is that considered It depends. If you, so if you have a normal Facebook, your normal news feed, if I post an image from my business, just a picture, and it's got striking colors and the logo, people stop. If it stops for like three seconds, it's considered engagement. So it'll be considered a view. So it depends. If you see an image that's like, nah, like dull and boring, you're just going to keep swiping up or moving down or whatever, doesn't get engagement. So you don't actually view it. You have to like hold on the image for like a second or two, and then it's in, it's counted as, as viewed or engaged with. So you don't necessarily have to like it or anything like that. Just stopping and looking at it. Do you have a similar amount of likes and views? It depends on the on the image. Videos, you would have a lot of views because a lot of people share your videos. Um, you can't really see the views on just a normal generic post. And some people look at the – so you've got like – I say stalkers in inverted comments, in commas, because they look at your page, but they don't like, they don't share it. They just want to see what you're doing. So you wouldn't know unless it's a video – or an image that they've stopped and actually looked at, then it would count as a view. So you can't really see, unless they engage with the post particularly, you can't really see people who don't engage. And what are some of the social medias available? Sure, there's over 40 social media platforms. Sure. Your most pertinent, most important, most used ones, obviously Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which is more corporate, Pinterest, which is super fun if you've got like beauty salons and want to look at nails and paintings and hairstyles and stuff. WhatsApp is considered social media, which everybody has WhatsApp. Everybody has WhatsApp. Everybody has WhatsApp. Um, you've got Tumblr. You've got blogging sites. I mean, there are so many. I'm sure they can yeah. like. Snapchat is Snapchat. also social media. Yeah. Pinterest is also social yeah. media. Yeah, Pinterest is very popular for your beauty industry creatives, that kind of thing. Okay. And what is the most commonly used, I mean, what is the most costly social media to advertise on? Google. Google would be your most expensive because you pay per click. Um, Google's a separate, I mean, it is part of social media, but it obviously it is a separate entity. From my perspective, for my business, it would be Facebook, but it doesn't have to be. So how much is it to post something on Facebook? You don't have to pay. So my, what I try and do for my clients is you've got different types of Facebook advertising. You've got organic advertising, which is free. You can post as many times as you want on your page for free. And you have boost posts, which is your paid advertising. So your, you can boost a post for anything from 50 rand up to 10,000 rand, depending on what you want. That is a lot. Generally for my clients, we stick to like 250 rand for a boosted post because I don't believe you need to spend more than that, especially not in the beginning. Definitely not. Yeah. So why would people choose, uh, why would people choose to pay for adverts? 
rather than have them free? It's a really good question because what you do when you do organic reach, when you're doing organic advertising, you can't choose who sees your photos, your images. You can't choose who you're reaching. You can basically you're advertising to your friends or your followers on your page. When you boost a post or pay for a post, you get to choose the exact demographics, which is your specified target audience. So you can choose men or women. You can choose between the ages of 18 and 65. If you, for instance, selling, I don't know, a gift wrappings course, which is one of my clients, you target only women, women who like crafts, women who are based in the area that the studio is at. So the boost posting is fully specified. So you get to choose exactly who sees that post. So that that would be why it would be for paid. Absolutely. So there is an advantage. There definitely is an There is definitely a place for paid advertising because you get to be exactly specific on who you target. Okay. Very fascinating. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 11 years old. Let's carry on with the questions. Okay. What do you love most about your job? Um, I would have to say my clients and designing and also watching the engagement on the pages. Uh, every week we get more and more engagement and we get more and more likes and I see their businesses boom in from the social media side of it. So I love that and I love the design part and I love it when my clients are happy. Do you ever have a page that isn't successful? Uh, thank God I haven't yet. Um, there are certain pages that aren't successful. I think it's very hard to have an unsuccessful page if you're constantly monitoring it and updating it. So I haven't, I haven't been in a position where I have had that. So I'm really lucky like that. But I am constantly on the phone or on my laptop monitoring my pages. What don't you like about your job? That I can't I can't make people buy your product. I can't make people sign up or book an appointment. So I can do the best I can from my side of the computer with regards to the advertising and the videos and the copy and that. I can't increase your bottom line. I have no control over what happens once I've clicked enter, which is quite hard. And you can't guarantee that your product is going to sell. I can't. I can only do the best I can from my side of the computer, which is quite frustrating because I want my clients to see a return on the investment in what I'm doing. But with time, hopefully it does increase their bottom line. I'm I've, sure, and I'm sure you do very well on your pages. Thanks, sweetheart. I try the best I can. What do you think is the most difficult part of your job? I think it's going back to not having control over what happens once you click enter. So I can design the most incredible video, the most incredible post. I can really put everything I've got into all of my clients. I think not having control of how either the event or the post or the video is going to be received by other people. That's I think that's hard. the hardest part yeah, for me. Yeah, it's hard. Lots of people lately have been telling me that they don't have a typical day. But if you do have a typical day, can you please describe it for us? Well, being a mom, my typical day starts off with school drop-off. So every mom has a typical day. Um, from there, I would say from a work point of view, I have, I do have like a schedule. So I will do my cross-posting in the morning, which is your cross-posting of community to community pages. So I know that 
I've got however many clients I've got, and each one has a list of where they have to be cross-posted on a specific day. So I always do that first, responding to any comments, queries, or anything like that happens afterwards. And then the rest of my day is design or management. So the most important things are done first. If I'm doing any posts, they go first. And then a lot of my day is done managing the Facebook pages and designing posts for the coming weeks. So you do have a bit of a typical day? I do. I try to keep it pretty much the same because if I follow a structure, then I know everybody's getting what they need to be getting done. That's very important. It is important. And from your advantage, do you, not advantage, from your profession, since you're professional at all of this, Mm. how do you think social media is affecting children today? Well, that's a bit of a loaded question. Um, I have to say, being a mom, social media is quite scary because people don't realize that your social media is not necessarily Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. It's also WhatsApp. And one of the things that I think is the most important thing that you know is if you post it, you send it, whether it's lotion horror, whether it's a photo, whether it's a video, just something that irritates you. The second you send, send someone's got it. If it's on social media, they can screenshot it. If it's on a WhatsApp, someone will screenshot it. They will then send it to their 10 friends. Their friends will send it to their 10 friends. Within 20 minutes, your post has gone viral. And I say viral in inverted commas because it's viral within your friends or it's viral within your family. So you can never take back something that you post on social media. Even if you delete it straight away. Even if you delete it, it. Someone has seen it. Someone has screenshot it. And someone has sent it to their friends or to their parents or to their Facebook page or their Snapchat page. Nothing on social media is ever private. And I think as a child, you need to be very, very mindful of how you behave on WhatsApp, in WhatsApp groups, on Facebook, because the risks are real and the dangers are very real. Another thing I think is important for kids is that you always need to make sure that you are able to show your parents your phone. There never has to be a point in your life where you feel either whether you're being bullied or, heaven forbid, you're bullying someone, you always need to be able to show your parents your cell phone because they are the only people that can protect you. Definitely. There was a story, I don't know, one year ago, two years ago, someone sent something private to the wrong person. And one day, two days later, everyone was talking about it. Unfortunately, that's human nature. Unfortunately. So it can be very scary. It can also be very useful. I once went to this, I saw this, I met this deaf person, and he had had an interpreter, and he said that one of the ways that deaf people communicate with each other is, or with hearing people, is that they use WhatsApp. Mm. So someone asked him, is there also corruption in WhatsApp? He said, yes, definitely. But it can be very, very useful to communicate with people. Absolutely. Uh, not so long ago, you could never, you couldn't do that. Absolutely. I mean, WhatsApp groups could be incredible. We've got WhatsApp family group. My sister lives overseas. So every time anything nice happens with her son, if he accomplishes anything, if Adam does well at school, we share it on the WhatsApp group. So that can be really positive and healthy types of social media. And it's great to have it. It keeps you in contact with people all over the world. You just, as a, as a child, as anyone, but mostly as a child, have to be mindful of your own behavior and other people's behavior because you know Lotion Horace spreads in a second. In a second. And it's easy on social media and WhatsApp because it's just sent and forwarded and re-forwarded. And you just have to be mindful. You definitely do. 
it can be very, very positive. Like I've got cousins all over the world, and they are constantly sending my mother, my father, whoever it is, pictures and just stories or whatever about themselves. So I mean, like if there's something cute that happened, absolutely, there were a lot it's of fun. Small it's great. They see, we can see it. It's, yeah. It can be connected to them. It's, it can be very useful. It is. It keeps you connected to people all over the world, which is great. Great. What education do you need to be a social media manager? Well, I don't. It's it's good if you actually do some sort of diploma or something. Like I did a, a social media marketing diploma through a company in the UK. A lot of people love Facebook and they play on Facebook and they open social media marketing companies. So it just depends on you and your abilities. You don't necessarily have to have a degree in marketing or something. It's more, I think for our industry, it's more about the experience and the knowledge than a diploma at the end of the day because you can have a diploma and still not know what you're doing. For sure. What skills, I mean, some people, some people are very clever. They grasp things in a second, Mm. in a second. What skills do you need to be a social media manager in your opinion? You need, it's great to have some sort of design background behind you because if you can design your client's posts, it increases your scope of what you offer. You need to have good language skills to type the copy and the, the respond to people in a corporate, if it's a corporate environment. Patience, because Facebook marketing does not happen overnight. You need patience, and you need also patience with your clients. Not everybody's easy, so you need to have like be mindful that some people want more from you than others. And I think passion, because it can be. I mean, it's very time consuming. It's literally from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. I'm either on my phone or in front of my laptop. So as far as skills go. From a studying perspective, design would be great. Communication skills would be great. Um, but more, I think it's about passion and knowledge. Just and teaching yourself. Teaching yourself. And watching YouTube. You can learn a hell of a lot by watching other people people that have done this th- through YouTube videos. You definitely can learn a lot. Absolutely. As we mentioned earlier, social media, oh, well, YouTube isn't a social media. Yeah, the internet. It, it, is. it is a type of social media. Oh, I don't think it was a anything web based is social media. Okay, well, it can be very useful for learning how to do something. Absolutely. Like yeah. the new the craze now at the moment is slime. So how do you make slime? You go on the internet and you find a slime recipe. I can't even make slime after watching the slime recipes on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, we have tried every single time. Doesn't work. Sorry for that. Doesn't so, always work. Not always. You can't always get what you need off YouTube. Or Google, because sometimes the person making it doesn't actually know what they're doing. Can I tell you something quite interesting? I went to a slime making party, and we all made the exact same recipe of slime. Mm. And some people's slime worked, and some people's didn't. That's a story of my life with slime. I just <laughs> can't get it right. It's easy and there are lots of people it. who do get it right. No, absolutely. My niece is a rock star at making slime. I, on the other hand, missed the memo. And I know it's quite hard to be put in a situation, but... What would you do if a client came to you with an advert you didn't think was well-designed or wouldn't be effective? I've had that before. Um, it is very difficult because you're basically saying to them that their work sucks and that it doesn't work. And it's not what you mean. There are certain rules and regulations with regards to Facebook 
and Instagram, your adverts cannot be text heavy. The more text, the less engagement you get. It's very hard to say to a person, I'm sorry, but, but you have to, because at the end of the day, you are doing their marketing and they kind of have to listen to you, but they don't always. So it's, it's a really, really, really hard thing to have to deal with. Sometimes you have to cut your losses, post the ad and let them see for themselves that it didn't work. But it's hard. Have you ever had a situation where someone got upset with you that you said that wouldn't wasn't going to work? No, because I do it really nicely. Like I'm very tactful, and if I realize if I can see that I'm not getting where I need to be with them, I just post it and let them see the results for themselves. Sometimes that's some people are like that. You have to show them, Absolutely. not tell them. Sometimes it's easier than other times. Do you have a role model? That's hard. I'd have to, yes, I do. I'd have to say my parents are definitely my role models. My dad is a huge role model for me. He's been knocked many, many times and he always manages to bounce back. And he always, when he bounces back, he bounces back stronger. So if I could be half the person my dad is, then I've done a good job. Wow. That is very inspirational. It's the truth. I like that. What is your favorite quote? Do you have a favorite quote? Um, <clears throat> I don't know the exact wording, but it's Winnie the Pooh. And <laughs> Piglet says to Winnie the Pooh, what, what does love feel like or something like that? And Winnie the Pooh says something like, it's, it's not something you can explain, it's a feeling. So for me, it's, you can't, ex- some things aren't explained, it's what's inside, like your gut says, so you've got to follow your gut. Don't have a specific. I love Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> uh, talking, mentioning, you mentioned that your dad always sometimes gets knocked over and always bounces back up. So mm-hmm. I was thinking of a quote that goes, uh, fall seven times, get up eight. Absolutely. So no matter how many times you fall, you can always get back up and you can I definitely agree. be stronger when you get back up. And that's how I live my life. As a mom, as a business owner, as a daughter, as a friend, it doesn't matter what life throws at you. You get to choose how you react to it. Life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Absolutely. I'm thinking of lots of quotes today. I love that. <laughs> Where would you like to be in five years' time? I would like to be where I am, being the best mom I can be, running a successful business, and just finding peace in what I do and what I love. That's very nice. Quickly, how can people contact you? Either on Facebook, my Facebook page is called Sassy Innovations, my email address and telephone number on there, so Facebook's probably the best way, otherwise they can ask you. Okay, well I don't know if I'll remember all of that. Thank you so much for coming on Chai Kids and teaching us more about the awesome work you do. It really sounds like an awesome job and I really learned a lot. Thank you to my guest, Sammy, for coming on Chai Kids, and thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow. Join us on Monday for another Chai Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. This has been Chai Kids, for Kids, bye 